This episode of The Ride is brought to you by Troxel Helmets. Take a walk on the wild side. The new Troxel Dynasty helmet features fashionable graphics with an ultra lightweight, low profile design. With large vents providing extra airflow and a dial fit comfort system, this helmet provides an unmatched level of comfort for riders. The Dynasty's trendy design transforms an equestrian helmet into a fashion statement. Get yours today at TroxelHelmets.com. everyone welcome back to another episode of the ride nicole is out on a video shoot this week so it's just me today and for this episode i thought it would be fun to introduce you to one of the equine network's newest employees jenna link so jenna is the digital editor for the team roping journal and the breakaway journal but she has a background in the equine industry from from writing and now i'm making it a career and so yeah we're gonna hear all about that today so jenna thank you so much for being here it's great to have you thank you for having me on so can you tell us a little bit about your horse background, how you got started and what kind of riding you do? Yeah, absolutely. So I started riding when I was about four or five years old. I started a horseback riding summer camp with my sisters and really we never looked back. We um, got into leasing courses, taking lessons. Um, I grew up barrel racing and then I got involved with team roping and breakaway roping um, as a teenager and um, never really did the high school rodeo, college rodeo thing, um, but I've always made time to compete uh, when I can, and um, now I compete at the uh, amateur level in rodeo. So Very cool. So do, you, so do you have a horse of your own now, or are you still leasing? Um, yes, so I have my own horses now. Um, we have about six at our house. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, some of those are our first horses, me and my sister's first horses. Some are younger horses that I'm working on right now. And then we have a pony that he's just kind of a sidekick, <laughs> pasture pet. You have to have a pony. Every every pasture needs a pony in it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So kind of how did you find your way to the, you know, the equine publishing industry? It seems like everyone I talk to, they all kind of have their own story of how they got here what what's yours yeah so um looking back at it really every step that I've taken has kind of led me to this job here at um the team roping journal and the breakaway roping journal I um, went to an agriculture high school um, where I was able to um, get some credits college credits in equine science um, and I was determined to get uh, my degree in equine science, um, but I got a job offer right out of high school um, riding horses for a team roper in the community, and he actually owns one of the big arenas here in Cave Creek, um, and so I got super connected with everybody in our community, um, and when that job kind of came to an end as the season ended here in Arizona, um, I had a lot of connections, and I was offered another job working um, 
at a saddle shop where I got to know a lot of team ropers. I had to learn all about the different kinds of ropes and bits and feed and all sorts of stuff. Um, and then working there, I wanted to make a next step in my career. I had always had an interest in marketing and I saw a job opening at Cowgirl Magazine. And so I decided to go for it. Um, and there I learned all about marketing and social media and writing and journalism, all of that sort of stuff. So um, that's kind of how I have grown into this position where I've had a background in horses. I ride horses. I've worked for trainers and ropers and things like that. And um, Cowgirl set me up with a background in journalism and writing and social media. So I feel like the Team Roping Journal and the Breakaway Roping Journal is just a perfect fit for me. Yeah, that's awesome. It's it's so fun being able to like literally spend your days working on stuff that you would be doing anyway. Like that's kind of how I see it because you know I I am the digital editor for Horse and Rider and I grew up reading Horse and Rider and now I'm working for it. So it's it's just crazy. It's being able to work with something that you're so passionate about. Um, it's it's really the dream job, at least I think anyway. Yeah, absolutely. I think that that has, to lot of, has a lot to do with kind of my success and growth um, in my previous role is because I was so passionate about this lifestyle and this industry. And I knew it because I was living, I, you live it every day, you ride horses every yeah. day, you know, so. Yeah. So was that kind of something that you always saw yourself doing with working in the horse industry or did you was that kind of a surprise that you fell into it absolutely I think I'm those one of those type of people where um, I want to do something that I'm passionate about I want my job to be you know they say if you love what you do you never work a day in your life and I wanted to live by that so anything involved with horses was going to allow me to live my passion and um, I never really knew that I wanted to do um, journalism or writing or be an editor. But um, growing up, I was a big reader. I loved writing stories. And so I've been able to kind of find my way and mold mold the things that I love into a job that works for me. Yeah. So what has the learning curve been for the whole journalism and social media side of things? Was that an easy transition for you? I would say yes and no. So I was originally going to school to become an equine vet. And so I didn't have a big background in social media and marketing when I started at Cowgirl. So kind of learning the terms and how to read analytics and all of there's a lot of knowledge behind digital at like the position, I'm sure, as you know, um, that a lot of people don't really know. Um, and so that was all new to me, but um, I had great teachers. And the cool thing about social media and marketing in today's world is you can watch YouTube videos. You can you can look up anything online and become an expert, really. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely true. It's it's kind of a, a ever changing world, which is really cool. But it also like I feel like I'm always researching how to, you know, do this or how to do this and it changes. And that's something that I kind of like is the, the fast pace of what we do. It seems every day is different and still exciting, but we we still kind of have that routine because we like, I don't know, it's, it's just a really unique job position, I feel like, so that not a lot of people will understand unless you 
work it. So do you have anything that when, now that you're, you know, working with team roping, that is something that you're a little bit more familiar with and have a background in, what are you hoping to do with the team roping journal? Anything, any specific projects or anything that you're like really excited to work with? Um, I am super excited to be going to events and covering events um, because I am a team roper. I'm a breakaway roper. Um, and right now I have some young courses that I'm working on. So I've kind of been out of competing. And so being able to still be a part of those events and watching those events is really exciting for me. And I just love the horses in this industry. That's what I'm really passionate about is the horses and their stories. So really getting to share that with other people, our audience is exciting for me. Yeah, definitely. Where are some, do you know any of the places that you're going to be going next or anytime soon? Yeah. So in May, I get to go to the Women's Rodeo World Championship that is oh, cool. in Fort Worth, Texas. Yes. At the Cowtown Coliseum. Um, it's mm-hmm. big day out all women. So, and that's, that's something awesome. that I'm super, yeah, I'm super passionate, yeah. passionate about women in rodeo. So mm-hmm. yeah, I know that's something that Chelsea is really passionate about too. So with bringing the women into, you know, it's, it's not as well known as men in rodeo, I feel like. So it's really awesome. It's something that I've learned a lot about just working with horse and rider and, and team roping journal a little bit is the you know, differences between like men and women's payouts and stuff like that. That was something that I didn't ever, I don't have any background in team roping journal. I do like all around horsemanship, Western pleasure stuff. So it was kind of a whole new world for me, but um, I think it's really great that you guys are working with that and and are kind of focusing on that. I think it's going to be really, really cool thing in the future. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, you, you grew up with horses and riding and you've had horses forever. Have you had any specific course that has been like the most memorable or, you know, one that has impacted your life the most? Yeah. So, um, I actually, my parents are not rodeo people at all. They've always supported me. Um, my mom has totally dove in and taken me to all the different events. She researches what I feed my horses. She, has completely supported me in the sport and so has my dad um but growing up I rode a whole bunch of different horses just kind of what friends would let me ride or um my first horse I think she was five hundred dollars and I did everything on that horse um but most recently I had it was the first horse I shopped for um because usually I would go and buy horses through friends and stuff. Um, but it was the first horse that I shopped for. And he he was um, had a full resume and um, he was ready to go and compete on. And he really gave me the confidence um, to go out and compete and trust in my skills as a rider versus a trainer because I had grown up training all of these horses. Um, But yeah, we won a lot and I still have him. I don't compete on him. He was um, injured a few years ago. Um, But yeah, he's definitely one that stuck out to me because I I gained a lot of confidence on him and he he helped me with that. Yeah, the ones that teach you, you know, give you the confidence and and really just help you through the, you know, they're not the easiest horse but they're like still just very dependable those are the best ones you know they teach you so much and I think that everyone 
will always have one of those horses that, you know, just sticks out the most to them, I think. So uh, Hmm. that's very cool. So what, what is some advice that you would give to other young adults who are looking to, you know, follow past their passion and work in the equine industry, whether it's training or in publishing or sales or marketing or anything, you know, there are so many different job fields in the equine industry. So do you have any advice? Yeah, um, I would say take advantage of all opportunities um, and network. So, um, you know, when I saw the job riding horses for the team roper, um, I was not an experienced team roper, but I went for it and landed the job and that opened up the door for me to meet so many other people in the community, which led to another job working in a tax store. And then when I was there, um, I knew nothing about um, digital and print magazines and how that worked. And I went for it and landed that. And, you know, you just have to be bold and take advantage of opportunities and don't be afraid to ask for help and um, just, yeah, network, meet people in your community, um, ask them questions, reach out, don't be shy. Yeah. Yeah, that is very good advice. That's something that I think I learned definitely, you know, when I, I, so I started, I went to college, like kind of going for journalism, but I didn't really know what I wanted to do. But then I ended up finding my way with internships and things like that, working for the American Paint Horse Association. And then I was, I got an internship working in like, South Florida with the hunter jumpers and dressage horses at a marketing agency. And I don't, I didn't know anything about dressage or hunter jumper. And I was like, I don't know, like I, they're probably not even going to hire me because I don't know the first thing about these disciplines, but I I ended up getting it. And then, you know, I kind of just threw myself into it and it was the most beneficial thing for me was getting out of my comfort zone and just, you know, forcing myself to kind of learn everything that I needed to. And and it took me here. So yeah, I think that that's great advice is just kind of jumping in and, you know, networking and making yourself known and doing, you know, not stopping until you get there. So Jenna, thank you so much for coming on today and introducing yourself to the horse and rider audience. I think that they're all going to, you know, be looking forward to hearing more from you in the future and seeing what you do with Team Roofing Journal and Breakaway Journal. So before we go, do you have uh, any social media that you want to plug so people can follow you and and keep up with what you're doing? Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. Um, If you want the latest tips and news and updates in uh, team roping and breakaway roping, I would suggest going over to uh, teamropingjournal.com or breakawayroping.com. We have lots of great videos and tutorials on roping and breakaway roping if you want to get involved in the sport. And don't forget to listen to our podcast, too, over at um, The Score and The Breakaway Breakdown. tuning into the ride podcast we hope you enjoyed this episode and please be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts follow horse and rider magazine on social media 
and find us at horseandrider.com. If you guys have any questions or comments, please be sure to hit us up at horseandrider at equinenetwork.com. We want to hear from you guys. And if you like what you're listening to, be sure to leave us a review on iTunes.